0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one half of your host for today because as we said last week, our sister and Candice is out. She is taking a much needed break for Mother's Day and we are wishing you a happy Mother's Day friend and also happy Mother's Day to Mama White Diamonds, Um, much deserved Um, and we love you and we're going to do what we had to do in your stead and I am joined by the the Beyonce of Flawless Noises.
1: Listen, not only just the, be- the dark hair Beyonce, you know, that's that's the most powerful Beyonce. <laughs> the dark Phoenix Beyonce. No, not that, because they got a shitty movie coming out. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want thing to be associated with that trash. <laughs> but what's up, yep. y'all? Making my triumphant return is Curtis the Menace, a.k.a. Trillificent on all social media. Uh, We're probably going to have a short one for you because we only have two shows, but I think they gave us some pretty good material. So we're going to start with the premiere of Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. So this is season four, episode one. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So as I always do with the Housewives shows, we're going to start with the taglines. Mm. And let me say this. They have not improved since season three. No, maybe, not. some of them have gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Good luck, everybody. First and foremost, we have Giselle. Her tagline is, I'm the baddest thing walking and the smartest one talking. And I would like to see the receipts on the smartest part, but okay. Mm. Not great, but not terrible. Right. Karen's tagline is, you can try to tear me down, but the grand dame never crumbles. And, mm, mm. I mm. I
0: will give Karen this whole week so I have gotten a little better. Have they? mm. 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 Good luck, everybody. Ashley (laughs) said
1: Karma is a bitch, but luckily I'm on her good side. Which girl
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> girl 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 <laughs> girl I'm, I'm not sure
0: you have a good side of your body essence, so i'm just confused
1: i'm pretty sure Carmen hates your fucking guts because girl
0: <laughs> i'm pretty sure y'all going back and forth like hat, me, hat feels of course but you know what go off girl whatever i guess
1: i guess child because <laughs> we we already have seen it but mm. then there's additional stuff that was in the little super preview at the beginning of the episode. Sis, it looked like you about to go through with this whole season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if Karma uh, knows you, mm-hmm. to and be quite she, honest. And if she do,
0: she is be your ass.
1: Yes, which, I mean, somewhat deservedly so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monique's tagline, which... Hmm. <laughs> Ditch driving Monique. <laughs> and this is really the worst <laughs> this is really one of, one of the worst these last three are the worst monique's tagline i've traded in my umbrella it's all gold at the end of this rainbow girl what
0: in the girl what, what the...
1: like what i the... see what you were going for but i'm gonna call this a D tagline they must have written it <laughs> <laughs> The execution sh- child. Ooh, mm, 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 mm. So Robin's tagline is the shorter my hair, the shorter my patience. Which what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> what do what that, does that mean? Have to do with anything.
0: <laughs> that the only thing I can see that applying to is when you was about to beat Monique ass. But that's long and gone, girl. Well okay what did you talk about, Robin? What's
1: <laughs> this <laughs> Who knows? She don't know. And then, last but not least, Candace's tagline is, now that I'm marrying my prince, this sleeping beauty is woke.
0: What in the hashtag these hands ass hell is this girl? What are you doing?
1: Imagine thinking that white man that she's marrying is a prince. <laughs> girl. Girl. More like a dungeon crawler. I'm not even talking about just his looks. I'm like, there's nothing princely about him, like, at all. He's mm. a regular degla ass motherfucker. Yeah. Got a restaurant that looked like it's gonna be on dryers, Divers and Dash, whatever that shit is called mm. with gaffietti. Mm. Like you swear you so high society, but you only high society because of your mama, which put a pin in that because we're gonna get to motherfucking that. Mm. So the episode started with how they usually do a little cute moment. Well, supposed to be cute. Moments from each <laughs> cast member, so I did laugh because Karen do not know how to work her oven, that was funny. And then I did laugh because Giselle's daughters was like, We hate them ugly pants, girl. What are you wearing? <laughs> they were
0: like, Girl, we're about to eat, we were embarrassing and grossing us, girl. What did you doing? Yeah.
1: yeah, so Giselle reveals in hers that she's going to Candace's wedding with Sherman, they're trying to make it work. And let me tell you something. Those daughters had all three collective feet on their mama' neck. They are over her shit. Cause then Karen's like, "Oh, I want to fix things with things with Karen. I miss my friend. Giselle. I miss my homie." Yeah, Giselle saying she want to fix things with Karen, and I'm just like, "I don't know, girl." And the girls were like, "We don't know, girl," because <laughs> they asking hard hitting questions, but they don't. You know, kids are, are simple. They like. If she your friend, y'all not talking, what's the issue? Have you been mean to her? No, I haven't really been mean. You know, she just, she didn't appreciate my jokes, girl. And that oldest. Honestly, Giselle, I'm going to be quite honest with you. In any other situation, if you had been dealing with the younger bitch, you would have got your ass beat. <laughs> mm. Because the jokes that you were doing last season, if, if you find out that I have motherfucking tax trouble, imagine it come out. Trillificent got tax issues allegedly. And then Candace get on her Cree Cut machine and print out shirts talking about tax reform, Uncle Ben, all that kind of shit. Me and Candace might have to square up. Like (laughs) gonna be honest, because that ain't no fucking joke, bitch. Fuck you. And her
0: oldest daughter was like, Well, girl, maybe you shouldn't have made the joke. And I was like, listen, come on, young people with telling the truth, yeah, on today. Yeah. Um, we was talking about this pregame, like Giselle, you can't be a mean girl or wanna always be like, Well, it's just jokes, but then you also are afraid of the repercussions. You can't have both, beloved.
1: I mean, you tried and shit blew up in your face. So <laughs> And so the fact that she thinks she's gonna fix this relationship with some cookies, them girls was like, girl.
0: They were like, can we have them? Cause I don't know if I don't know if Auntie Karen <laughs> they ain't say that, but I kinda got that sentiment. Uh, they were like, if Auntie Karen don't eat all these and she don't want you over there, can we have them? Cause girl, we hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were like, I mean, it's fair to say that she, they were like, Yeah, she probably might come might, she may not take these cookies from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which again, put a pin in there, we'll get to it. So then we go to a very, very, very extremely Extremely unnecessary scene with Ashley and her husband. Oh, um, so they start off. We find out that she had a miscarriage, which I think we knew that already. I think we that was in the news, like when it happened in real time. I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but I think so. Yeah, it was in the news. I saw it float down uh, the timeline. Oh, Yeah, so she had a miscarriage, and now they're trying to show us, oh, we're so in love, and you know, losing a baby has brought us. Closer together, and I'm That's like, right. oh, are they trying to convince us or themselves? Because both mm. because Whatever that... the case may be, we did not need that. Like, I I never ever needed to see that old wrinkly white man trying to unsuccessfully lick whipped cream off of his <laughs> wife's fucking collarbone. We did not need that girl. Nobody asked for this. We did not ask for it.
0: Do not want. Did not want. Shall not want.
1: And that's how. And and then you, I know you over there having trash sex. Because if he can't even lick some fucking whipped cream off your chest, bitch, <laughs> I know he ain't finding the click. <laughs> Girl, you over there unsatisfied? That's why you so fucking messy, <laughs> right? <'Cause laughs> he ain't making no mess between your legs. That's why you mad. <laughs> Oh, Bozo, what the fuck. Oh, Bozo with Bozo ass sex. You stupid ass bitch. Over there fucking Bozo the clown. and you mad with the rest of the world? That ain't got nothing to do with us. That was a right. choice. Leave us the fuck alone. Thank you so much. Mm. And so then we see two months later. And all mm. of that shit with them sexual assault charges where he was filling on a cameraman booty. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see that. As it unfolds on the show, but they just mm. gave us a little flash to be like, Yes, you will be seeing this on the show this season. And I was like, Ooh, can't wait. I definitely can't wait because um, I mean that flash
0: forward they showed Karen <laughs> Karen wait on this She was like, Oh, so you had all the time to be up in my business and you know that wasn't your motherfucking business last season, but yet back at the ranch. Mm. Mm. When you mm. do clownery, I guess, child.
1: When you do Ashlery, but, um, mm, mm, mm. Mm. so then we see Candace, she is still planning this damn wedding, yes, complete with an infidelity clause. Which I'm not mad at that, yeah, I wasn't mad. And I'm sure she got plenty of stuff to protect her. Let me rephrase I'm sure she got plenty of stuff in that pre prenup to protect her mama's wealth, y- yeah.
0: Because, as we can see by this damn episode,
1: that's three pins we don't put in it, but we're gonna get there. Yes, indeed. So, but we'll start a little bit. So, Candace's father had an outside baby on his mama while they were dating in college. He had a son. Yes. Candace's mother and father went on to get married and have Candace and her sister. Yes. Candace has a relationship with the brother. Yes. And is inviting him to the wedding. But she tells us that in the past, anytime the subject of her brother has come up, her mom has a conniption. And mm, 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 mm. her mama is
0: woo. She is a lot. She reminds me of New York. Excuse me. <clears throat> she reminds me of The queen of reality TV, Tiffany Pollard's mama, Sister Patterson, or as I like to refer to her as Sister Patterwig,
1: just (laughs) my mama was doing three much, yeah, like just so much.
0: I feel like if anybody else was her daughter, not besides Candace, they would have fought.
1: Possibly, Mm, and so when Candace was telling, who was she telling? Karen.
0: Uh, well at first she was telling her husband but she ain't going to yeah 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 sorry I'm
1: getting ahead of myself she was talking to Chris Mm -hmm. and basically was like you know her mama don't want to hear about that boy at all or the man now and you know Chris is just like shoot you can't
0: live for your your mama
1: he was like girl I love your mama but fuck your mama (laughs) 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 hey girl we're not about to do this and And I couldn't
0: at him, at all.
1: And we hear the the you only get one mom rhetoric again, which tells me a lot about why Candace is in the position she's in with her mom. Yep. Because her mama is is too much. Like mm-hmm. her mama does too much. And they have some clear issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you only get one mom. That think that line of thinking does not f- solve issues. Nope. Like. I'm not saying she needs to kick her mama to the curb, although mm, mm. there's a strong case, <laughs> <laughs> very, for her to do just that, and mm. be justified because, oof. oof, I don't know, I do not know. So then we go to Karen's house again, and the white man Matt shows up, and Matt is dressed like Al from Tool Time on a Saturday yeah and i was just like i thought he was supposed to be like so professional and fashion forward like what is he wearing well he Mm. got these bed sheets that bed sheet ass shirt on Mm. he must have shopped that she by sheree that's impossible okay nobody shop at she (laughs) by (laughs) sheree ain't nobody get no motherfucking joggers bitch Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm.
0: joggers never
1: okay Mm spring yeah. summer still ain't got no job
0: right
1: and so then we see giselle and she's in the car talking to robin and i thought it was funny how she's like i want to fix things with karen i'm out here in the and then she started being shady and i'm just like you can't even get to the woman's house without being shady towards her but Look that's your friend. World to believe that's your friend, you miss her so much and you want things to get back to how they were. Like, are you that incapable of not talking shit? I don't think that that's the case. I think mm. you just putting on for the show. Yep. And you really couldn't care less where your relationship with Karen lies because you're going to do and say what you want to do and say. Right. As evidenced last season. Mm-hmm. But I guess, girl, go off. You done cooked these cookies. You done bake them up. And she calls karen and is like hey i'm in your neck of the woods and karen is immediately like oh you came way out here Mm. Mm. what is you doing out here Mm. oh you know i just want to check on you and 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 karen was like "Uh, absolutely not Uh, you're not coming in my house (laughs) it's not a good time we're still grieving do you understand that which maybe that was what nikki was talking about when she was like karen got to doing all that line which i didn't understand like girl you don't have to make no excuses if it's fuck the bitch then it's fuck the bitch <laughs> right i mean you're aware within your rights to say absolutely like right. you could have just been like i don't want you in my house right and point she... blank period I don't, i'm not ready to talk to you right all And that, she... we're still grieving and duh, 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 duh. i mean maybe they are grieving but i thought that that was kind of tacky to to use that as a tactic to not get giselle over there instead of just being like girl i don't want you in my house you should have called before you left wherever the fuck you live so i could have told you not to waste your gas right and if she
0: would have reacted poorly then you would have just got confirmation that she on some bullshit right
1: and giselle is getting on my nerves acting like she don't understand why karen needs time and space before dealing with her right like She's like, well, I'm I'm trying to be the friend that she wanted me to be. I'm here. I'm trying to check on her. She told me to kick the door down if I needed to. Now she don't want me in the house, and it's like, okay, but girl, like you on the- just all of the issues and the shit, the problems that she had with you don't just go away because you showed up with some motherfucking tow house in your motherfucking basket like you fucking Little Red Riding Hood, bitch. Right. It's like, yeah, she told you to kick the door down if
0: if you if she. She needed you and vice versa. That was before you decided to be a goddamn bozo and caused damage in y'all friendship last season. Shit is different now. Right. Shit ain't sweet no more. And it's your fucking fault. Only thing sweet is them cookies, allegedly. Right. Which I'm not mad at, because I too would like some goddamn cookies, but bitch, (laughs) it don't work
1: like that. Listen, because I'm trash. I'd have been like, okay. She come to the door. I take the cookies and close the door on her face. (laughs) Thank you for your contribution, bitch. (laughs)
0: I mean it would have been what she deserved, so you know. Right. Mm.
1: So then we go to Monique's house, and Monique and them kids. She was getting them kids together, so I I liked seeing that. Yeah. I like seeing a black mama do black mama things. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what? Go upstairs. <laughs> get, right. Get these kids up out of here. The house in order. Mm-hmm. But then she started talking about her being pregnant and how it's affecting her relationship with chris her husband she said something that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way based on stuff that she said last season and she was kind of making jokes about being pregnant and she was like you know if it was up to chris i would be pregnant every year and he likes me better when i'm pregnant because i can't go from zero to a hundred on people and i was like i don't know if i like that like right Because that, and then last year when you were saying how every year on your birthday he act the ass, Mm -hmm. because it's about you, and solely about you. Because you being pregnant is not about you. You being pregnant is about kids. He like kids. It's clear. Right. Love his wife, but he, you know, her being pregnant ain't got nothing to do with her. (laughs) Like he been angling for these kids. Hell, he's talking about he want one more. Right. That would be. So this is their third child that mm-hmm. she's currently pregnant with and i guess he won't for. She like, "I'm good after this, love." Right. I don't enjoy. <laughs>
0: don't yeah. bring
1: no baby home from nobody else. Well, I don't know if she was thinking all that cuz mm. mm. I was going to say I was going to be rude, but I mean for me myself, <laughs> I can say <laughs> I don't know who would be trying to give Chris a baby outside of Monique. Mm. But I don't know what his finances and what his his strings, you know, what his connections look like. So, I mean, who knows? It might be a good look to have a, a baby by Chris. I don't know. I'm not wishing that on them. I was just thinking about it.
0: Mm. look, everybody. Pretty
1: adamant on having that fourth baby. And she seems pretty adamant about, damn, can I get through this pregnancy before you start talking about the next? Right. Like, nigga, this shit I ain't fun. Which fair. fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. So Chris did say some things that I did like on the episode. Cause he basically told Monique straight to her face. You owe Giselle an apology for that shit that you said about Sherman and you owe Sherman an apology. He was like, man, I, I, I see him at the gym. He a good guy and you don't put me in an awkward position. Like you need to apologize to that, man. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, I, I mean, I, I don't choose sides. I choose facts. Yeah. And I have to be on the side of facts on this one. And he spit hot facts. Mm-hmm. like hot fire no dialogue yeah. yeah
0: and I mean she accepted it because I mean she didn't really have a choice but you know she she knows she was wrong for that shit yeah
1: she did the most like oh I was really trying to you know take a shot at Giselle yes girl we know <laughs> yeah we're quite aware right <laughs> quite mm-hmm.
0: however mm-hmm. you was doing the most but you know good on you to recognize that or, or rather be forced to recognize it via your husband so that was I did enjoy that too
1: Yep. Yep. yeah. So then we go to a scene that I did not enjoy. Another scene that we did not need. Oof. Oof. And we go see Robin and Juan. And so Robin is in her confessional like we have been going at it like Rabbits. Do you know what that means? I was like, bitch, yes, we know what that fucking means. Right. You get us dick. Hallelujah. Girl, what is you talking about? Right. You, and you've been getting dick.
0: Like, what is the fuck is you even right. talking about? Right. That's what Robbie?
1: I'm like. We've been going at that, it that, like rabbits. Girl, when did y'all ever stop? Y'all never right. stop fucking. Ever. Ever. I don't Except know. Except, who- I guess, when he was in that relationship with that girl. And when that shit didn't work out, he came right home to the familiar, familiar snatch. Mm-hmm. And you let him cl- crawl right up in that bed and right up in that JJ.
0: Right. We're not stupid, girl. I don't know who you trying to convince, us or you, but
1: you need to stop. Yeah, like, girl, we know y'all been fucking. But basically, she's like, yeah, you know, where the relationship is starting to get back on track. But then she was like, I mean, he's done a lot of things. I've let a lot of stuff slide. And I'm like, I don't I mean, I get it. Why well, I'm fine. <laughs> but girl, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's her one true love. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we didn't need this whole massage parlor scene. We didn't need to see all that. Like, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't watch, but I don't want no teaser. Like, if y'all not gonna give me the full Janet me, then I don't want to see it. Right, give us the whole, give us the whole King Kabuto. Yeah, I don't want to see Skinner Max. I want to see Playboy. Right. Now, talk, I want I, I want to
0: <laughs> I want to see you play with that boy Robin
1: like girl come on right give us let us see the Robin talk <laughs> <laughs> if y'all ain't you all ain't trying to let us see it then keep the lid on it
0: I'm telling you we trying to see what you can do with that one Schlong,
1: girl did <laughs> you doing it's like i said one well, fine and Robin is not a bad looking woman at, at all at all she just a bozo well that's true. Mm. And that haircut is not that cute. No, it is not. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we go back to Candace. And now Karen is with Candace. I don't know what Candace is supposed to do with an immersion blender, but somebody got her one for, for the wedding mm-hmm. as a wedding gift. Mm-hmm. And then Karen had me laughing because she was like, girl, you need to throw that tree away. <laughs> right. To tree that last season gave her a bonsai tree mm-hmm. it's clear that that candace put that tree on that shelf and has not looked or touched at it since right that tree was
0: dead karen was like that tree is dead because look at the person that gave it to you i was like they don't care i mean karen.
1: well i mean justified <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah especially because karen and her husband have gotten it from ashley and her husband mm-hmm. which the fucking irony a little, woof, woof. much as you been in michael for you to be opening your flat-ass lips to say anything about anybody else's situation mm-hmm. that's what i said
0: girl actually you talking about you you on karma good side i can't tell
1: i can't tell you got a whole husband that was allegedly on grinder in the uk girl so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> mm. Listen. it's it's looking real murky over there i'm just saying no mm. I, remember, I like i said karma don't seem to know you very well Mm-mm. Or maybe Karma know you too well. Mm. Right. Mm. Stay woke. That ain't no friendship though. Mm. Um, but Candace confides in Karen about her brother and having a relationship with him behind her mother's back, which is crazy to me. The fact that this grown woman gotta have a relationship with her brother, her blood brother, half brother, but still blood brother behind bro. her mama's back.
0: Because her mama is just putting all so much baggage on, not only candace but also that also the brother
1: yeah so i was glad to hear karen say that to candace like you carrying way too much of your mother's baggage right and i 100 agree with that like all of that shit the the situation that led to the brother's existence that don't have nothing to do with candace that don't have nothing to do with the brother and that don't have nothing to do with candace and the brother's relationship like that's your personal issue That you need to rectify that don't have nothing to do with candace right and so i thought it was pretty sad to see that candace was so afraid of having that conversation about her brother coming to the wedding with her mom like what does that say about their relationship like she was like damn near breaking out in hives at the thought of having this conversation with her mom right i'm like you are a grown woman this is crazy Right, you a
0: grown titty woman, just like your mama, a grown titty woman, and the fact that you are so just flat out afraid to have this conversation—that hey, I'm going to invite my brother, my blood ass brother, to the my wedding—and wedding, you're just afraid of of. of I don't think she flat out said it in the episode, like you're afraid of your mother hating you for having a relationship with someone that's related to you. Like, girl, what? Yes. But that just speaks to how just, and and you said this when we was on uh, texting earlier, just how, and I mean, we'll get to it in a minute, just how fucking manipulative her, got, her goddamn mama
1: is. Yeah, very much so. And so then we see Candace and her mom. Candace cried a whole lot during this episode, but I I get it. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold her. And so Candace tells her mom that She's inviting her brother, and her mama turned into a whole different person. Listen. Like, the way she s- spoke, like, her cadence changed, her vernacular changed. Like, she she took it back. Like, sh- she stopped code switching. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mama switching, if you will. hmm and um she was just like she was doing the most like why would you do that you gonna embarrass me that's an embarrassment to the family and my family and 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 started insulting the girl's intelligence and just i was just like what the hell but again i have to go back and y'all please feel free to let me know maybe i'm wrong but i'm like you got all this baggage about this situation but you married the man Anyway, and you had two babies with him. Mm. How you not rectified on the baby that he had before y'all got married forty fucking years later, right? But you still married him back then, and had kids, right? Like she got so much hatred and resentment towards her ex husband. It's not even funny. And I'm not saying she's not justified in it because I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. But what I can say is. The fact that you put any of that on Candace when she came along after all of this happened is crazy to me. And like you said, by extension, the brother, because that brother is innocent, too. He a grown man, but he ain't got nothing to do with none of the shit that went on between you and his father. He didn't have a choice in the matter. And Candace told her mama that. And Candace having to blow up at her mom like that, like it's my wedding. It is not your wedding. No matter how many checks you cut, you're not the one getting married. I am right and you it's can tell a it, family thing and i know a lot of people feel like that like, when when the daughter gets married the whole it's a whole family celebration but at the end of the day that's a celebration for her and her marriage and her relationship so for you to be putting all of these familial issues and pressures on her that's not fair especially for some shit that you have not dealt with 40 years later i get The lies, the cheating and having a whole baby is big, but you are. And I'm correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, because I asked Jeremy. He wasn't sure. I'm pretty sure her mom is either a psychiatrist or a psychologist with a practice. And I'm just like the fact that you are so. You have no self-awareness to realize that you put in all of your bag. First of all, that you have baggage, Mm. because there's no reason for you to still be carrying this 40 years later. I get not liking him, not wanting to be around him. I get that. But it does not sound like she has worked on this at all. Which is, again, I don't understand because you married him anyway. Around the time that it happened. You married him after it happened. Right. And just the way she was talking to Candace. Like, oh, them crocodile tears don't mean nothing. And I'm like, I'm like how are you? again you're trying to a whole different person when it comes to your ex-husband i'm like sis right and you can tell candace didn't want
0: to blow up at her mama but the fact that her mama was just being so much of a bitch and
1: pushed her to that point she did about, everything in her power to not have to go there
0: right talking about you just gonna go you just gonna go and kiss everybody else except the, the, the ass well except the people that's loyal to you and i'm like first one her having a relationship with her brother that, again, is related to her by blood that did not ask to be here, that ain't got nothing to do with whatever goddamn baggage you got with your ex-husband, her having a, a relationship with him and wanting her bl- brother to be there for her special day is kissing his ass? Or, or And then the second thing is, or is, it, or is it that she's not kissing your ass the way that you want her to because you're a manipulative, man, manipulative ass bitch? that part i just i was i was disgusted i i feel I'm, i mean i know candace gets on under the shield bozo you know in, in certain instances but i definitely felt for her in that because her mama was just doing the
1: fucking most yeah she was doing way too fucking much it was it was cringe worthy very like, i just mm, 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 mm. F- imagine carrying that much baggage for 40 years right like that man is 40. That baby that you still mad about is grown. He is right. 40, almost 40, 40, whatever. I just, I can't imagine carrying something like that for 40 years. Oof. Like I said, be, be wary of the man. Be like, I don't, I don't want no pleasantries. None of that shit. I don't want to be around them. None of that. I get that. But for you to literally like just the, the, the idea of having a conversation about the man turns you into a raging bitch. No, nah, sis. No, nah. that ain't it. Ain't nowhere close. And honestly, if I was a patient at her practice, that would have me looking at her and whoever she employs different. Cause I'm like, so y'all have a psychiatrist that don't work on her own issues. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. Or <laughs> how, how that work. But I mean, that you know what i'm not even gonna say that because that's not uncommon people often are very good at clocking other people's issues and while simultaneously not knowing what the fuck going on for themselves so mm. you know, I, I, yeah but i just and it looks like in the preview things are gonna ramp up this season because everybody getting into it like monique and candace gonna get into it at some time this season it looked like
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh giselle and monique getting into it because for whatever reason giselle is still harboring ill will towards monique and i'm just like girl let it fucking go already like she apologized for the shit she said about sherman y'all have talked multiple times about this shit and you just are determined to be enemies with the girl and it's exhausting right and it um, looks like shit they're gonna get into it the next episode because i think next episode is to yep so it's like, Giselle, you that much of a goddamn yeah. boss? Right. But that sounds tacky on both sides because Monique should not have approached Giselle to have that conversation at Candace's wedding. And Giselle should not have reacted the way that she did, from what it seems like how she's going to react. Right. She should not have reacted like that at that wedding. Mm-hmm. But And then it looks like Ashley's going to be getting dragged every witch away this season like a little rag doll. Which I'm here for which I'm here for, like I like we said last year, while we covered the show, I like how Ashley's always picking at uh, Karen and stuff, but it's time to pay the piper, so I'm very excited to see them picking on Ashley and her not being able to roll with the punches like she usually does. Because mm-hmm. even when she might be saying something shady to Karen and then Karen try to come back, you know, Ashley always got a one-up with her shade and stuff, but this season, and the crazy thing is all the shit with Ashley that she's gonna have to defend she didn't do it's mm. all it's all behind her husband, right Mhm, like damn Gina, well, no, I won't say that it's not all behind him because she's always doing the most, so she's gonna have to the the day of reckoning is coming for Ashley, and I have excite same I has excite, mm-hmm. well ratcheteers we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and close out the show with love and hip-hop bozo style aka atlanta thank you for supporting the flawless noises media network you can visit flawlessnoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows you can also connect with us on social media search for at flawless noises on instagram twitter and facebook Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With 5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more flawless noises media network get to know our sound and now back to your regularly scheduled programming all right y'all so now loving hip-hop atlanta this is season eight episode eight cabin confessions which y'all in these tired ass cabins and and trips to the woods and shit this don't ever solve nothing as never- evidenced in this episode but first i want to say um shekinah mm. Girl, you look like Tamala Man in some by- in some braces. I need to understand
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is
1: going on. Like, <laughs> tell uh, me, she kind of don't look, Cara! <laughs> Cara.
0: Like if Cora. Cora. like a coral shot that fashion over here, Cora Do something
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen? Mrs. Mann lost that weight, huh? The homegirl was like, give me a tight skirt (laughs) and a blouse. (laughs) I'm not even afraid of the animal print. (laughs) Mrs. Mann was feeling herself. And Shekinah, you need not because girl, you look a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so Carly Bozo ass shows up to go on the cabin trip With Shekinah. This is a couple's trip, and she brought Shekinah. Like, I get you and your man is on the house, but girl, you could have stayed home. Right. (laughs) You really could have stayed your stupid ass at home. Correct. But we know
0: Carla ain't gonna do the right
1: thing, so. Well, ever. Mm. And then, since we're talking about dumbasses, Kendra, (laughs) dumbass, decides to go on this trip. And she's in the car with the ladies with carly which i'm like so no one had the foresight to be like we need one of the ladies to ride with the men since we off Ooh, carly ride with the ride with the men we don't want to have kendra and carly riding together like what the fuck is y'all doing just mess for no reason mess unnecessary so Kendra miss. ends up getting the tea that she already knew was true and carly was basically like yeah uh I mean, we flirted or whatever at the ranch, but you know, then we was in a hotel and he had his junk out and let me be absolutely clear. I did not have sex with him. We did not have sex, but he had his junk out. And Kendra just back there looking fucking stupid. And I'm like, what did you expect of Joss Right. I forgot that that was that nigga's name. She don't let you forget. She called him Joss every time. That's what make me halfway think maybe she is fucking him. Cause she the only one that called him Joss you know, You start calling people their government names and their middle names when it's
0: good.
1: Mm. Like, yeah, what's up with you and Jock? Well, Jocel. You know, he just, which, I mean... But wait,
0: because ain't his dick little?
1: That's what I was going to say. I don't know. Maybe he... I mean, maybe he got some tricks and tips that... He got to be doing something right to have eight kids. Small dick or not. Fair. Mm. Maybe he got like a sheave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Curtis <laughs> Even though Adam and Eve. <laughs> 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 Sir, Sir, Sir Jocelyn
1: of <laughs> Okay. <laughs> 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 Promo code going down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, it gotta be something. <laughs> <laughs> he is <he's> my nigga. <laughs> mm.
0: Mm. Oof, good look everybody.
1: <laughs> and so Sierra is there in this supersonic wig.
0: <laughs>
1: I just. Ooh. She is. Mm, she was definitely
0: looking like Shadow the Hedgehog.
1: Yeah, mm. she was looking like hypersonic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the music speed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hypersonic coke. with a with a with a perm, mm-hmm. so that it'll lay to the side. It was fried and light, uh, laying to the side, child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot the of <clears throat> Carly, being the bone collector she is, then she gives Sierra T on Poo and BK Brasco because apparently they went to Cancun, was it? Yeah, it can't go cool. for Sierra's birthday, and allegedly, according to Carly, BK Brasco was flirting with Pooh, and so now Sierra mad, Kendra mad. Everybody, he was already mad. Rashida <laughs> over there looking like the bozo she is. Ooh, put a pain in <clears> that. hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> Kendra, sorry, uh. One thing that made me laugh before I talk about Kendra. When Carly was like, Pooh said you ate her butt like the last meal. When I t- <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. now
0: that made me laugh because Carly is old as the old testament, so
1: Yeah, that made me laugh. But uh Kendra got on there when, with that um let it go ass Tony Braxton ass wig mm. looking the fuck stupid. I was like, That's what you get for chest and Jock in the first place. <laughs> right.
0: You up I you up. You up here with this? It wasn't wig enough for me, ass wig, girl. That's what you get. Suffer.
1: Mm. Um, And then BK Mm. and this big and beard. I just I don't like this trend. Who who thought of this? Mm. I don't like it. It looks stupid. It looks like. When you make a me on like the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> it's <look> like <laughs> a me beard. I don't like yes.
0: that. It, yeah, That's absolutely. Sims
1: custom content as fucking beard. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting there acting like he didn't do nothing. In typical BK fashion. Yeah.
0: All BK do is gaslight Sierra. That's right. all the fuck he do. Right
1: now, I will say, Sierra, you straddle the line. Yeah. you hit him with that cup and mushed him in the head. Mm-hmm. You straddling that, that line, like you ain't as bad as, as Tiero Boo Boo ass face, but right, you you ain't as bad as um uh,
0: what's the girl Tommy, but you you you
1: straddling uh, Tommy in the class of home. Well, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that bitch Ooh. makes wine and Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-uh. let me tell you, I don't ever want smoke with a bitch that will drink <laughs> fucking dark liquor with wine. <laughs> she will kill you. Never forget i don't want no smoke with tommy right she's a yeah. bozo but tommy's Ooh. tommy's so crazy i don't want no smoke with nobody named tommy not tommy pickles not tommy from the power rangers not no tommy <laughs> i don't want no smoke that bitch is crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> she has scarred you from ever fooling with anybody named tommy
1: okay don't even <laughs> let me meet a nigga named tommy i'm walking in the opposite direction Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tommy band on this absolutely we're going
0: to build a wall no time is <laughs> no time is escaping this force field
1: absolutely but i will say i think sierra was doing a lot without much to go on and yeah. again it's carly like this right. the same person who ambushed you with a, a gaggle of hoes. right and she even bk said
0: that which again sierra
1: you doing the, the
0: most and making me agree with fucking bk
1: yeah like you you could have had a regular conversation with him to figure out what's going on before you started going off like for you to go off like that solely based on what carly said and so then when bk when carly came in there and bk was started screaming at her i I don't remember exactly what they said but it didn't sound like carly was had like a good defense for what she was saying she did so and again you talking about some shit going on with Pooh. And Pooh is messy as hell. As we have seen. And will continue to see. Mm-hmm. Well, her ugly ass. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: That's an ugly bitch. I'm sorry.
1: She looked like I just. Her face <laughs> just looks so. Mm-hmm. 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 When she smiles, she looked like. She looked like the guy Fox Mask, too. Mm-hmm. Pooh Fox. Her face is just so plastic, but go mm. on, girl. You she look like, like one a of... rich man, and you got a freaky ass life. I guess you doing it up. I don't know. Mm. Mm. When she smiles, she looked like one of them beginning
0: uh, boss robots in Mega Man.
1: Mm. It just mm. looked painful. Yep. To have like, in order for her to stretch her mouth to smile, it just looked like she in pain. Mm. I imagine it's like when whenever somebody asked Wolverine if it hurt when his claws come out, he'd be like, every time. Yep. Be like, Pooh, does it hurt when you smile every time? <laughs> Oof, child.
0: That's why she so goddamn messy. She in pain and misery from goddamn trying to smile.
1: I guess so. I guess mm. so. So we go back to Atlanta real quick. <clears throat> we see Monice in the studio. Akbar is late again. And I'm like, why does she keep showing up late for the studio? I'm confused. Right. I am very confused. Mm-hmm. And then she talking about I had a headache, girl. Girl, do I you mean, understand that renting studios costs money and you don't not show up because you got a headache? Like, you need to make proper arrangements if you got an issue, right? But you don't just not show up because that's Monise's money, allegedly. Right. That's, at least that's Mona's money, right? And it's just like, I don't understand why you keep showing up late to work, like, you sit up here trying to convince Hope. That this is what you want you so thirsty to have your rap career and then you have an opportunity to do music With somebody and you showing up late to the fucking studio who's supposed to believe that you are hungry for this It ain't me you over there looking like a hungry hungry hippo, but it don't look like you hungry for this rap shit Mm, that part I'm very very confused Akbar
0: Right. So I couldn't even be mad, mad with Monice and like, you know what, I'm just going to go with somebody
1: else. Yeah. And then I didn't understand Akbar start going off and talking trash about Tokyo. I'm like, do she even know Tokyo? Right. And and you got a whole lot of nerve to be calling Tokyo big, girl. Like, come on. Mm. Like, you, you are real, real pretty in the face, but that's literally all you got going for you because you a bozo, you broke, you ghetto, which I mean, I guess being ghetto is not a bad thing. But you don't even use being ghetto to your advantage right you ain't got custody of your kids like girl it's a lot going on you got a whole lot of checks in the negative comments uh column for you to be talking crazy about tokyo
0: for no reason because i don't even think like i because um jumping ahead just a little bit in that and of course in typical monique's fashion she go and speak with tokyo and tell tokyo that about catch tokyo up and tokyo was like Shit,
1: why she coming to me? I don't even know the bitch. What I don't know to her. Exactly. And so that leads us into this shit that Akbar is talking about. Like, y'all ain't going to come to my city and not talk to the queen, not have the queen involved. Who knows you or is checking for you, girl? That part. I literally. How is Atlanta your city, but you needed your cousin to help you get a place so you could get custody of one of your five kids? Literally did not know who the fuck you
0: were until this season of Love and Hip Hop.
1: Shit, because going by that, if Atlanta is anybody's cities, it's Candies. <laughs> Hello. You ain't that. But talking about the Queen. Queens ain't broke. Mm, queen,
0: that part. Queens don't have on custody of only one of their five kids.
1: And Queens damn sure don't show up late to work. Talking about I had a headache. That part. Like, bitch, if you don't take you some Excedrin migraine and get your ass to work, Listen that the music industry is not gonna wait for no fucking body, and especially not no arc bar V. Okay, mm. and word on the street is your music boo-boo already, so you really need all the help you can get, mm. but that's neither here nor there. I just thought that that was so raggedy. Mm. Like, I'm the queen, y'all need to be coming through the queen. Who who are you? Literally, who are you? Literally, I, I'm native, y'all. Y'all resident, y'all transplants and and your point? And? Like, ain't you the same person that, like, damn near got arrested for trying to force Rick Ross to listen to your music? Didn't you get slapped in the face by somebody talking crazy about they woman? Like, girl, a, you, you got don't too much, much about anything positive. Literally nothing. And we damn sure don't know you about being no queen of Atlanta. We don't give a fuck. Shit, people in Atlanta don't give a fuck. Like ain't nobody
0: ain't nobody here in Atlanta claim like, "Ooh, just Akbar V. She is that bitch." Like no girl, no.
1: Listen, as far as I know, ain't nobody even heard of Akbar V till she got on this show. That part, which I wouldn't be surprised if Candy pulled some strings to get your ass on this show. Which is Again. why she came on the show to get a check for it because, because that's a businesswoman. That's a queen. Because yes,
0: because we know Candy's is meticu- meticulous as shit. And that's why we stand.
1: I have to give a shout out to Candy because she turned that dungeon shit that she did into a whole fucking tour. Mm. She literally on tour with that with that dungeon shit with Trina and uh, Tamar Braxton, mm. and it'd be like selling out venues and shit. Like, I, listen, I don't care what nobody say. Outside of Candy doing some Phaedra shit, I always stand for Candy, even if she's annoying sometimes. We all annoying sometimes, but. Candy gets to the motherfucking what? Bag. Bag. And I have to stand. And if you can't understand that then your whole perspective is whack. Listen, it's few people out here truly getting to the bag like Candy. Candy damn near on Beyonce levels of getting to the bag. Like if Beyonce, I'm, if Candy had Beyonce's level of fame and adoration, I feel like Candy would be doing the exact same type of shit that Beyonce is currently doing she has that mindset she knows how to do business i agree akbar you do not <laughs> no you do not you do not even have a foothold and you talking about you the queen and everybody need to come through you were you the queen last season when, were you the queen last season when spice came on here rapping mm. or doing whatever it is that she called it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> were you the queen when tommy was doing music i don't remember tommy going through no akbar mm. were you the queen when estelita was Doing whatever it is that she was doing when she wasn't sucking Stevie Dick. Mm. Were you the queen when Erica came on here trying to do music? Which Just you have me. a yeah. Just a lot of questions. Just a Wait, lot of questions. Mama D was telling y'all in that order, pop locking in the motherfucking middle of the street in the middle of summer with that fucking tight ass fucking <laughs> matrix outfit she had on. Listen. The matrix I mean, mama loaded girl get the fuck out of here, <laughs> I nobody fucking with you right bozo ass motherfucking hoe mm, that part like i just hate to see somebody like just being dumb like that like this the, these delusions of grandeur that you got with no grandeur none only thing that's grandiose about you never
0: mind <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking it <laughs> i don't wait no
1: never mind <laughs> the fuck you <laughs> get <laughs> <laughs> fuck you girl and I don't like that Mona and VH1 is putting the two big girls against each other I don't like that Me, yeah. again with, again Mona we see you with this D&D ass shit girl we see you like why, why every season people gotta be picking with Tokyo and she don't be doing nothing to nobody right. I don't get that like Tokyo just wanna eat her smother rabbit foot and gravy and rice
0: because and you know because always some rice always
1: oh you can't eat it without rice and right. and hot sauce and be big and love herself and do her music and her shows like she ain't bothering nobody here go akbar like girl you can't even sustain a storyline without picking a fight with a girl that don't even know you get the fuck right you ain't no motherfucking queen
0: mm,
1: bozo that's a bozo ass bitch yep so we go back to the Cabin, which I don't know why Kirk and Rashida loved them a fucking cabin, but whatever. Like, girl, the 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 history that y'all have with fucking cabins. Just last season, people mm. got whole plates of food thrown in their face, but okay. <laughs> okay, go off, I guess. Which honestly, Tokyo still old spice for that, but they made up, so I guess. Yeah. It'll been on site for me. Mm, that part. Until like bitch, I'm not e- we not ever gonna be cool until I can throw a motherfucking meatloaf in your face. <laughs> and I mean that. But
0: <laughs> when the meatloaf so, is fed up, I guess.
1: Yeah. And uh what did Kirk ask Jock that had everything just go start going crazy? And Kendra oh. was uh because Carly came and she was acting weird, talking about well, you know, I'm studying to be a sex therapist, so and then she and started it- being weird. <clears throat> And bringing weird stuff up, and I don't know that whole. I just mm. it was very awkward. I feel for, I forget what he said,
0: but it was very awkward.
1: Yeah, Kirk was being a messy ass bitch, mm. and so then Kendra's in her feelings, and she's like, "I just can I have a?" At first, she was like, "Can I have a moment alone with Jaseal?" And I was like, "Is she asking everybody to leave the common area?" But then she was like, "You know, we're gonna go out to the room and talk." And so she have a conversation with Jock and (sighs) friends who show of hands believes that Jock got this lady name tattooed on his dick. I you know I was gonna say I would like to see it. I would not like to see it.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not at all. we don't need to see it. Nobody needs to see it. And in the
1: according to the streets, you ain't even got enough dick for all that. So I just I, mm. I'm real confused. What the hell she like, gonna do uh,
0: uh, initially? Mm.
1: Yeah, but he didn't really do a good job of explaining himself to me because he was trying to say, oh, you know, that never happened, and da 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 da, and I'm just like, I don't know. Cause we all saw how you and Carly was acting with each other at the ranch last season. So I'm not that right. Carly is not a liar and, and messy, but I'm just we've seen your track record with women on this show since you've been on here. Right. So I'm I'm more inclined to believe Carly than you. Right. Which is sad in itself. But I mean, right but i don't know and so him they make up which again i just i don't even understand this relationship to be quite honest Storyline, understand why kendra i'm not, i don't know i don't know like she keeps she keeps going under this guy's like i want to know his friends on this part of his life and duh, 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 duh. but it just seems like you're more interested in looking into his past and and listening to mess than you are with truly getting to know the people in his life matter. I, I ain't seen you have no conversations with scrappy i ain't seen you have no conversations with kirk i ain't seen you have no conversations with rashida right the only person you even give a fuck about talking to is carly his ex so. that you know is messy and don't put y'all in mess you put yourself in mess because you determined to be around this woman and that's right. what I don't understand. You're talking about if, ever, if he loved me as much as he say, then it shouldn't be no problem with us going to a, his ex's engagement party. And I'm going to flip that and be like, if you were as secure as you try to claim you are, you wouldn't even be giving a fuck about being around his ex. That part. And him proving himself to you in front of her. You mm. more concerned with Carly than anybody because Jock don't want to be around Carly right he didn't say it that he done told you multiple times i love you i'm trying to be with you i don't give a fuck about no carly to a degree you can even say that shit that jock did on the radio station while trash was him acting just because i mean honestly it's like what else would we have expected from a conversation between jock and carly on the radio knowing their history so i can't even fully be mad like i mean because you know he's gonna be a bozo regardless yeah But to me, Kendra, you look real insecure. You look like you are needing that security blanket about your relationship to Carly, which I'm trying to figure out why is Carly the the gatekeeper to to your feelings on this matter? Why do you give a fuck about Carly? Carly is engaged to a whole other man, which we'll get to that in a minute. Carly don't want Jock and Jock don't want Carly. But you determined to be all up in this shit and be in some mess. So, at this point, it's like I mean, Kendra. Well, I, I said that from the first time I saw her, she was a bozo. So, you continue to be a bozo. Mm-hmm. And the more I see of this, uh, this
0: is, the more I'm convinced that this is literally somebody from production that they got to play Jock's girlfriend because what? None of this makes any sense to me.
1: None. None. And it's like I'm. You're not gonna convince me that you didn't already know that there was something that happened between Jock and Carly last year because, bitch, it was on the fucking show. We all saw it. Right. Literally Look, saw he, it. Acting like you didn't know that there was some double dipping. He was flirting with the lady last year on the show. What you going to tell me? You've been with him for two years and you've never watched Love and Hip Hop and then you came on the, season, on the, ep- on the show? Right. Y'all not going to play like my face. You right.
0: Y'all not going to play in my goddamn face. you I'm know, not. <laughs> Y'all not about to d and d me on two goddamn shows, exactly.
1: And you look like Francine, mm. which means you look like Shea Johnson, bitch. <laughs> and imagine, <laughs> imagine looking like Shay Johnson. Mm. I mean, she okay from the neck down. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So the next morning they have a little round table as they i don't know if they was eating breakfast or what it seemed like <clears throat> it seemed a little bit of a mess but mm. they ran around and that was only a couple things that stood out to me so when scrappy said that bambi needed to be more grateful i was like you gonna tell a woman that just had your baby she need to be more grateful more grateful for what my nigga what have you been doing You you haven't really been doing much for her because your fucking foot has been fucked up, right? While she was pregnant (laughs) If anything it was fucking a mama D and her mama which her money her mama bozo, but still Still I mean her mama was babysitting the baby. So y'all could go on this trip Right, so this is just like scrappy. What have you what have you done for me lately? Not much. Yeah, it definitely looks like uh, Bambi Put a pin in that. It's like, oh, we gonna revisit this later because the look on her face when he said, "Oh, you you need to be more grateful," mm-hmm. she was like, "Nigga, I will grate you." Right. Grateful um, for what? Oh, does sound like you always got some fucking jelly on your goddamn tongue. And Candace said this. I don't remember what episode. Like Bambi, you've done a lot of posturing to be with this man, and this is what the fuck you got. Grateful when he did shit. Mm. Mm. Had you moving from house to house when your ass was pregnant, mm. <laughs> girl? Mm. Imagine, mm. Uh, fucking imagine. And but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me sell something to you, okay? Because when Bambi said that Scrappy fat ass be eating fucking buffalo wings in the bed, bitch, they had to be <laughs> hollering <laughs> She's like, well, what I don't like about you is you be eating in the bed like wings, like full wings. I said, What, <laughs> <laughs> what that answer, why are you eating wings in the bed?
0: I can see that shit too. I can see scrappy old goddamn old goddamn buff tailor tub and build dance doing some shit like that too.
1: Absolutely. And you know, he probably the spilled wrench in the sheets and everything. Lord have mercy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm like,
1: you eat wings in the bed, but she's pregnant. Help me understand.
0: Right. <laughs> Help me. So who is really pregnant? Who is really pregnant, uh, Prince of the South? Sure. Yeah. Allegedly.
1: It ain't no allegedly. It's a fat off flawless fallacy. <laughs> hey, you the prince of Buffalo wings, of course. Oh <laughs> in the
0: bed. <laughs> Oh, uh, ain't no fucking man, boy! You can't sauce all over these goddamn sheets, boy. What did you mean? <laughs> the
1: prince of the bed, full of wings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lord of Buffalo Field, right? Oh, bozo! <laughs> Scrappy fuck you, because <laughs> you know you ain't gonna You you know damn well you ain't cleaning the shit. You bozo ass,
1: <laughs> right? You eating buffalo wings in the bed, and you got a, a broke foot. So who right. got to clean up the wings?
0: Right, just be, just put all the goddamn label on whatever woman is in your life. Maybe it's your mama or, or Bambi or mom, It's just just being a fucking waste. It
1: probably was Bambi mama because you know she be acting like she want to be sucking scrappy dick. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's all right, baby. I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go warm you up some wings, baby. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Bambi. Like you ain't gonna bring me no wings, girl that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna give you gas you don't need heartburn. no gas when you are pregnant it's gonna give you heartburn child mm-hmm. oh scrappy what oh you want extra wrench i got you baby mm-hmm. scrappy bitch, what is you doing <laughs> buffalo wings in the bed buffalo,
0: I, you bozo ass
1: you know them mm. po bambi mm. Well, not Poe Bambi, because this was a choice. Yeah, this is what you signed up for. So, yeah, so now you have to suffer. And nah. Right. Well. Mm. Good luck with that. When you When you do Bambi, I guess. Yeah. Bambi 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 got a, a mouth like Kaya though, and it bothers me. Hmm. Hmm. You're not wrong. It bothers me. But anyway, so we go back to Atlanta, and what was Akbar? Who's was she visiting a grave or something? What was she doing? Yeah,
0: she was visiting the grave with one of, well, I guess, the son that she got custody of. I, I don't remember whose grave it was,
1: though. Uh, yeah, I don't remember whose grave she was visiting, but she had a friend come trying to talk to her. And she was still on this same shit. Like, he's like, you know, talk to this DJ, get, get a part of this showcase, get out there and perform and do what you got to do well i don't want to be in no situation with these bitches that don't pay homage to the queen and they transplants and da, 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 da. again if you were the queen then you wouldn't even have to be saying this it wouldn't even be anything Like mm. you act like you the trina of atlanta and you are fucking not girl you don't have no career you can't be the queen of nothing when you ain't even had a career at least trina has had a long career she has success we know she got money in the bank. Uh-huh. Akbar we know you are the exact opposite of all of those things so why should anybody be kissing your motherfucking cankles girl get the fuck up out of here <laughs> god damn idiot ass bozo what is you doing on this show like you had you almost had us like okay i can see it i can root for it. and then when candace said your music stink i'm like okay i mean maybe it'll improve but then you just Week after week, you just bozo. You just piling on.
0: Mm. An avalanche of bozones. Mm.
1: Oh, soft serve, built ass, bitch. What is you talking about? Mm. Golly, I cannot believe she sat up there doing all this posturing. Mm. How you got Lil Kim attitude with Azalea Banks' career, bitch? If you don't get the woo. F- mm. You ain't mm. had a career yet for you to be the queen of anything. You 29 years old fighting to get cu- custody of your five kids back. You don't even have time to be the queen of Atlanta. If we're going to be mm. honest. Your priorities are all out of whack. You need to be doing this. Everything You need to be humble. You need to be in that studio, working, making money, and trying to make your impact because you got kids to, to raise and feed. Right. You at the at the gravesite up here. I'm a motherfucking clean. These bitches don't know she girl. And why? Yeah, I'm like, why nobody does a just fuck about yeah. Why is it just now a thing? All these girls been in Atlanta. Child, imagine, imagine being Candy Cousin going on TV looking the fuck, <laughs> fuck stupid. Looking the fuck stupid. Looking the hmm. fuck stupid. Mm. I know Candy be like, I, I regret being re- being related to this girl because what is you doing? Like, girl, what the fuck you are you say, doing? A lot of things about Candy, but Candy do not be on TV looking the fuck stupid like this. Mm-hmm. 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 But anyway. I know Candy. Oh, go ahead. Um, so Moe shows up to the cabin and Carly Red was just doing the most oh my god she was doing the most just like telling the man like have a conversation with another woman is cheating and i'm like so he's supposed to go his whole life without talking to another woman girl that's not realistic a conversation is not cheating the man clearly loved you pre-game, i get Mm-mm. but and like we talked about this pre-game like i
0: get it like I can de- totally understand being like, well, when you found out about this, you should have told me. I get that. But going to the extreme of saying that he was cheating on you and saying that, with putting basically bringing all the baggage that you done had with other men onto this nigga who has not exhibited most of those traits that those men before you have done. Like, Carly, you was doing a lot. You was doing a lot. I
1: just, I don't know. She was doing so fucking much. Sounding stupid. Looking the fuck stupid. Yeah. He was really trying to be like, I'm trying to work this out with you. I I admit that I made a bad decision by not telling you up front. And she just... Meow, 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 meow. And I'm just like, girl, what is you doing? Like, you actually got a man that loves you and wants to marry you, have babies with you, which... Mm. Mm-hmm. And here you are. Doing everything in your power to run him off while simultaneously in the cabin being messy. starting mess between other couples. Mm. You couldn't even get to the cabin without being messy, and that's the reason why Sean Garrett dumped your raggedy ass. All he asked for you was to stop being a fucking buzz or stop being messy. Right. I do it. Now you got a whole other man, a drug dealer, from all <laughs> from what it looked like. But that you know that mm-hmm. no boys need love too. They need wives yeah. too. Yeah, you got this man, and he is trying to love up on you, and you're just doing everything in your power to push him away. I do not understand it. Do not get it. And so he was like, "Okay, cool. I'm going. I'm not about to argue with you, bitch. Like, I came here to try to apologize and make amends. You're not amenable to that. So I got. I'm. I'm gonna get back on the road. I'll see you on the flip side. And I cannot blame him. I don't blame him at all. I I applaud him because I too would have got the fuck up out of dodge. Oh, oh, this what you is this what you want, girl? I ain't got time. All right, I'm good. Love, enjoy. That's offensive I, with what he did. i was yeah. like, I'm good. Shit, like I've already been on the show. I'm gonna get my check. I'm not about to deal with this. <laughs> right. I'm you a- can go. You can go back. You can go back in the cabin and, and continue fucking up other people's lives because you're miserable. Right. Speaking of misery, so we go back inside. <laughs> And for whatever reason, Rashida is trying to convince us that she has cheated on Kirk early on in their relationship. Girl. I'm sorry, but you're not going to convince me that a man like Kirk is going to stick around if his wife cheated on him.
0: Right, because Kirk is a classic nigga of I can do everything under the sun wrong to you. But the minute that you do something wrong to me, I'm 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 either out or I'm gonna do the shit like, oh, I'm I'm gonna get a DNA test for our fucking child that we made and I know we made. But I'm gonna embarrass you on TV and make you look even more the fuck stupid. First of all, Rashida not smart enough to cheat or leave, so you're not gonna fucking convince me that she done cheated on this ugly ass nigga.
1: You're not gonna convince me. I just I don't believe it. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. And Scrappy acting like the fucking pillars of the earth are are crumbling. Like, what? Rashida cheating on Kirk? That's like God getting beat up. Like, nigga, what? It's like, nigga, you need to get beat the fuck up for saying that yeah, stupid that's ass shit. Nowhere near, it's <laughs> like, nowhere near that critical.
0: First of all, imagine revering Kirk and Rashida.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I'm sorry. Let me Let me tell you something if I got close friends that are married and um, first of all, I'm not looking up to nobody's relationship, but if I were and one of the people in the relationship, especially if it's not the person that I'm like really friends with or that I'm connected to, I'm not looking at that relationship the same. I'm just not like you can you hang out with Kirk all you want to, but your connection to Kirk is Rashida. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you, have seen Kirk cheating on Rashida for eighty-four years, and you still toting a relationship up as something to emulate. And I was like, but I understand why niggas love relationships like Kirk's and Rashida because the man is out here wilding, and his woman is "quote unquote" holding them down and not leaving and not mm-hmm. the ass. Mm-hmm. So of course, you look up to that because hell, Scrappy, you got a history of doing women women wrong, mm-hmm. wrong. Hell, didn't he do Bambi wrong too? Uh, yeah. Did Shay wrong? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. You had Francine back there looking the fuck stupid.
0: <laughs> Listen, t-
1: t- and t- then t- he went to Miami and they rolled the beautiful bean footage and she looked stupid yet again.
0: <laughs> tears, tears of a Francine. I tell you what.
1: And so I'm just like, it makes sense to me why a nigga like Scrappy with. Hold a relationship like Kirk's and Rashida's up, mm. that does that, That's not, you know, what Kirk and Rashida's relationship is. It is the, it's the epitome of what America is. Mm. Like all of these, oh, we gotta, we gotta work hard and build ourselves up by pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, and you know, the underdogs are always revered, and, and it's like this. None of this shit is a feel good story. Like when I think about Kirk and Rashida's marriage, I think about them stories where it's like this little boy walks 11 miles to get to work to school and his teachers banded together and bought him a new pair of shoes. And it's like, that's not a feel good story. Like nobody should be having to walk 11 miles to get to school. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that where it's like, I know y'all think that this is heartwarming, but the fact that the situation was like that in the first place is bad. Yeah. That's Kirk and Rashida's marriage to me. Like, I'm not pulling any inspiration out of this. Y'all look the fuck stupid. Right.
0: Because you know, it. I hadn't thought about it like that, but you're right. Because America does, America loves uh, like rags to riches story. Right. Quote unquote. And we and especially and you know, I feel like kind of all relationships are kind of socialized like this, but especially cis hate relationships, we do, we definitely glorify you know, you know, usually in, in general, in particular, we definitely glorify women having to go through hell with men in order to get to the finish line or alleged finish line of, Oh, this is a good marriage. Like this is a good relationship. Oh, she, 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 she she held him down while he went through his growing pains and, 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 and his growth. you know, quote unquote, and all that good stuff, and it's like none of that shit is endearing
1: or true. Where's the growth, bitch? What that that part? You just now accepting the outside baby that he just yeah. had two years ago. Mm. What growth? And we got to put an asterisk by accept because, mm. 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 which I you know I'm not even gonna put an asterisk by because I think she has accepted that little boy. I think she shifted her ire from the boy back to Jasmine. And that's why she planting seeds, trying having Kirk go over there and tell that girl grandmother she a bad mom. Oh, he ain't potty trained. She ain't on her shit. You're not mad at the little boy no more. Now you decided to be mad at uh, Jasmine again. Either way, Rashida girls, fuck you, fuck Kirk, and fuck that marriage. Correct. Y'all got people out here hoping for bullshit. Right, playing on our goddamn face. But again, I'm not surprised that somebody like Scrappy would be like... That marriage is like the the pinnacle of marriage. That's what I uh, aspire for me and Bambi to be. So mm. you going to be putting Bambi through hell? Okay. Mm. Well, more hell. Right. Because <clears throat> who knows what she's dealing with. She already got to deal with your mama. So I just. <laughs> yeah, she got to deal with you. You fucking buffalo wings in the goddamn bed. So. Uh,
0: just... Come on. Mm. A, nigga, a nigga named Scrappy. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> scrappy <laughs> scrappy. I just I don't know scrappy be like buff if you wing. I just I buff if you wing. <laughs> I don't know. I can just he I don't know. That's <laughs> eating buffalo wings in the bed. I mean, oh. mm. Buff if you wing, boy, I guess. Anyway. Um and then Sierra. <laughs> who did all that posturing earlier in the episode and last season with BK Brasco and she admits that she cheated talking about, I apologize. I hope that this is not going to, um, affect our relationship. I'm like, girl, but she was so cavalier about it to have me screaming. And then when they started having a breakdown, she started like trying to force some tears. And I was just like, yeah you definitely could say that shit was forced <laughs> she was like right so i'm just <laughs> like if you've been doing your own thing this whole time why the fuck have you been up bk well that's why you've been up bk ass about <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah i'm just say like, you answered your own question friend.
1: yeah no wonder you've been wilding out because your ass was guilty the whole fucking time
0: mm-hmm.
1: now mm-hmm. i wonder are they gonna explore this more who did she cheat with Was she treated with shooter yo that but
0: if that's the case then y'all got to bring shooter back right at least for maybe one or two episodes at least give us something because y'all not giving yeah us a lot. don't tell me she been cheating and then we ain't gonna find out who did she cheated with don't, don't tease right. us give us the if you're gonna give us mess give us the whole kid and goddamn caboodle right because that oh that definitely would, <laughs> that definitely would be some shit. yeah
1: <laughs> And then Rashida had the crease fatigue in face over there when Sierra said that. And I'm like, wasn't that the whole purpose of you sharing that you allegedly cheated on Kirk early in your marriage right. so that other people would feel free to share and unload and, and their burdens and stuff? Then you look hey, crazy when it actually happened.
0: Right. right uh, hey, Sierra, like, this is a safe space. And then she tell her truth. And then Rashida looking like, well, girl, it's not a safe space. Then, girl, what the fuck are you doing? That's <laughs> the whole fucking point
1: so i don't know so then in the preview Mm. the only thing that stuck out to me was carla acting a fucking fool no i expect that from what she did on this episode but when Pooh was getting botox and then mimi was going to meet her oh she was going to get botox yeah, and maybe it was one of those things because you know I watch it on the website, so maybe it was one of those deleted scene. Like, not not a deleted scene, but like a it's a scene, but it's from the next episode. Like it'll show the scene and then it'll show the preview, and then oh, that yeah. scene is sometimes a part of that preview and sometimes it's not. Like remember last week when I said about Teddy and Tati having that conversation? Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then last week y'all saw it on the show. Yeah, um, I don't know why they do that on the website. Yeah, I don't know why they do that either, but yeah, Pooh getting Botox, and then Mimi goes to meet with her because Mimi is like, "You need to make it right with Carly. Like that was real fucked up that you did that." And Pooh's like, "I guess, girl."
0: Pooh, you like?
1: I don't give a fuck. The only th- what I really took from that is that Pooh has had all this obvious surgery on her face and body. She getting Botox, but them bottom teeth still look like a picket fence. And I'm just mm. like, mm. I. Mm. Mm. I just, I can't imagine going to Dr. Curves and not Dr. Heavenly. Like I just, so you're going to have the curves, but you're not going to get the teeth right. I don't know. That's weird to
0: me, but. Your teeth are still looking like Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know, girl.
1: More Mm. like Banjo-Kablooie because it looked look like a mouth, a bomb went off in that mouth. Like, Mm. But anyway, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Maybe not as short as we thought it was going to be, but uh, we will be back next week. I believe we'll be at full strength. And now that Potomac has started, I feel like we're going to have myth. Med- I feel like gliding into Potomac off the heels of Married to Medicine L.A. is perfect. Yes, because. Married to Medicine LA was like the appetizer. Like that was like, you know, the Buffalo wings that you get, but you share with the whole fucking table, Scrappy. And mm-hmm. then you don't eat in the fucking bed. And now we got Real Housewives of Potomac, and it's full it's it's the main course, baby, because mm-hmm. this now, season looks like it's gonna be nothing but fucking pure mm-hmm. mess. Let me yes. tell you what else I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to my friend and friend of the show, Nikki coming back on Mm this, and if y'all are unfamiliar with nikki and how she adds to the dynamic that is ratchet ramblings i encourage and implore you to go back and listen to episode i believe it's 53 uh real slaves of potomac (laughs) let me tell you something when i tell you all four of us cut up that whole fucking episode oh yes we did that was one of our best episodes. So, yeah, yeah, familiarize yourself with Nikki. Go back and listen to episode 53. Uh, she will be coming back on the show to, to talk about this. Listen, because we were texting and she had some strong thoughts already. Yes. In one episode. And be on the lookout because I believe she's going to join us for the series finale of Game of Thrones slash our Flawless Thrones recap show. Um, mm-hmm. Which we got episode five. That is actually, we're recording this on a Sunday, so it's actually airing right now while we're recording. We were supposed to get done before it came on, but we were sitting up here pre-gaming and eating and stuff and being niggers. Yeah.
0: So, Good luck,
1: everybody good luck to me cuz i don't i don't have no regrets <laughs> yeah i mean honestly with what they have been giving us this
0: season i don't <laughs> i don't feel yeah, I was like i'm missing too
1: and i got you know it's it's going to be on the DVR or it's going to be on you know hbo go or now or whatever it is that i have so yeah. i can watch it whenever but um yeah so flawless noises look guys please go to flawlessnoises.com/store and get yourself a shirt i just got a ratchet rambling shirt in the mail from Candace. And I can attest that these are high quality shirts. They yes. And they're not like the real thin shirts. They thick. Mm-hmm. They are soft. They're comfortable. And they look good. Okay, They're not going to fall apart in the washing machine like Bree said. Get yourself a shirt. You can get a, a network shirt. You can get a Ratchet Ramblin' shirt. We got two designs for Ratchet Ramblins. You can get a Gay Side Story shirt. You can get a Mama Lee's World shirt and they are in the process of working on not so newlywed shirts, too. So we doing big things. You don't want a shirt. Go to Patreon. Get some extra content. Okay. we got any of content. We got video content coming down the pipeline very soon. Uh, Our marketing director, Bree, had a very good idea. So we're going to have a video series that's going to feature all of the hosts on the network. Listen, we out here, we are working, y'all. All All we ask for is a little bit of your time, a little bit of your cha-ching, a little bit of your coin. And if you can't do either of those, we always will appreciate you telling somebody about the show and leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts, help other people find us. That's the easiest, quickest, and freest way of supporting both ratchet ramblings and flawless noises and you never know the more people y'all bring to the show the more things we can do in the future hint hint wink wink so what you waiting for all right get with the winning team oh <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh everybody i hope you enjoyed your mother's day whatever is going on or i hope that it at least is not a uh, bad and sad and dark day for you depending on what your situation is again we'll be back next week to cover more of the trash and drama and I think that's it we out peace